When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Right now, at CBUS, we're building a new future for all of us. By building new projects in property, investing in infrastructure, and putting millions into Australian businesses, we're not only helping to create around 100,000 jobs, we're strengthening the economy. And with a history of strong, long-term performance, we're building a better, more secure future for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word, India Daily, day three. And the final day at Adelaide Oval. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon with you at the top of the Riverbank stand at Adelaide Oval. Scenes this afternoon, Jeff, that we will never forget. India, their lowest score in Test cricket, all out for 36. The fourth joint lowest score in the history of the game. They lost eight wickets in 92 balls this morning. I'm doing your job for you. Give me a 90-second summary. Better still, give me a 30-second summary. Go. It's pretty easy. Um, India got bowled out for 36. So what do you say? <laughs> nine for because somebody ended up being retiring hurt, so they only lost nine wickets in the process. But... Josh Hazelwood, five for eight. Pat Cummins took four for. They cleaned him up between them. Uh, some brilliant bowling on an Adelaide pitch with a fair bit of life in it. And then Australia chased down 90 runs with a leg in the air. Joe Burns got a 50. How about that? Six off the last ball. 30 seconds done. Nicely done. Yes, Joe Burns receiving a gigantic bear hug from the coach Justin Langer after clearing the fielder at long leg to salute and to get Australia home, winning by eight wickets. But the real action was in the first 92 balls this morning. Really quite stiff. At one stage, India losing four for none, all on the score of 15. At one point, they were six for 15, and we were thinking, gee whiz, 26 might be in the frame here, the lowest score in Test cricket. They barely overcame that. I mean, it's hard to put into words at this stage right now because it'll take some time to, for it to sink in what we've actually observed today. But I think the main point for me is that it's about as good as I've ever seen fast bowling between Josh Hazelwood, who picked up five wickets in the space of 25 balls, and Pat Cummins, who made the big dint to get the party started. It was astonishing fast bowling from a group of Australian quicks who are quickly becoming, almost without doubt, the most imposing group to play together in the history of the game. Uh, a lot of what I was seeing made me think about Headingley in 2019, yeah. the second day when they bowled in, uh, England out for 67 because it was Hazelwood, it was Cummins. But on that day at Headingley, 
quite a lot of the English players contributed to their own demise. They played loose shots, you know, wide above stump and so on that they didn't need to. In this Indian innings, there were maybe two. Vera Kohli played at a wide ball he didn't need to and Ritterman Saha hit one to mid-wicket, um, flicking off his legs. But that was about it. Every other one was a really good ball. A bit of deck, a bit of seam, and it's not like this pitch was doing anything crazy. It just had movement. It just had assistance for the bowlers. It got them good bounce, good carry, and, and a bit of deck either side of hitting the seam, and that was enough. Yeah, I saw some sort of crazy parochial stuff saying the, the pitch was doctored. No, 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 no. This was superb fast, but yeah, it might have been a fraction quicker today, but it was the way they put the ball in the right areas at 145 clicks. I mean, the, the, the skill level required, but even the Coley dismissal, that's a function of the pressure that are built up already in the innings to that point. That ball that Pajara caught from Cummins is just straight from the top drawer for mine. It's right there with the Alistair Cook, Ryan Harris moment back in the Ashes series of 13-14 for just how picture perfect it was as it kissed the edge and landed in the gloves of Tim Payne and it was that kind of day, it was that kind of collapse almost as it was happening due to how quick it was you didn't have time to almost take a breath, at least at Leeds last year yes, all out 67, another modest total but it felt like it took a while, it was a slow motion car crash this was a pile up this, it was, this was the Blues Brothers this was the Blues Brothers, <laughs> exactly right so it was just, it was, it was profound how well they bowled and India had no answer and to think they started uh, Andrew Sampson had a stat which we had on our coverage before um, saying that after a team had led in the first innings never had they had such a small target to defend in the fourth innings which says well it says it all really doesn't it for the, the turnaround in fortunes given when we arrived this morning Jeff we're thinking this could be an all time great in the end it's all over in two and a half days and I think that was the key thing is that India had the match in their hands when they started this morning they were one wicket down they'd started what 54 in front uh, that whatever that deficit was yep. around that mark they'd added a few more to it and they had the opportunity that all they really needed was to get 180 in front 200 in front and that would have been a severely testing run chase for Australia they had the opportunity to graft through the day and they just weren't able to take it it started when you know the night watchman bunted a, a ball back to Pat Cummins but then it was just on from that point. Pajara making a duck, Rahane making a duck. These players who are the, the concrete and the starch in the middle of the Indian innings and they were dominated by uh, Hazel took two wickets in and over on two occasions. He was on a hat-trick at one point which he didn't get because you were here. Of course. Um, but it was it was beautiful fast bowling and I would also make the point, that some people have made this point that if 15 or 20 wickets fall in a day in a test match in India a lot of people, a lot of Australians carry on about how it's not fair and the pitch is doctored because it, it favours spin. And that's equally as nonsense as saying that this pitch is a problem. These are, they're, they're wickets that suit different styles of bowling and this suited fast bowling perfectly. But India's fast bowlers could have got something out of it if they'd been given something to work with. They bowled one metre shorter than Australia's fast bowlers across the test match, which for mine is a far more important metric than how much bounce or movement they were necessarily generating. Australia gave themselves a chance to win those opportunities by keeping it full, keeping it yeah right down in the dance floor there where you need to be if you want to bring the batsman forward. Let's go through a few more of the stats because it's a day for numbers, isn't it? To think that, what are we up to what, 2,400 test matches have been played all up, something like that. This is the equal fourth lowest score ever. They lost nine for 29 if you include the retired hurt, but nine batsmen fell today for 29 runs across the course of yeah just over 15 overs. Only the second time in test cricket, the second time in 140 three years where there hasn't been a player make it to double figures. Every player in the Indian lineup fell 
below 10. I mean, these are crazy numbers. I mentioned them losing four for none to go from two for 15 to six for 15. That happened in the space of 29 balls. Pat Cummins brought up his 150th test wicket today and Josh Hazelwood, his 200th test wicket. These are big days. Pat Cummins, the equal 10th fastest to that measure. And for Josh Hazelwood, I think he's the 16th Australian man to get the 200 test wickets and what a fine way to do it, picking up five for eight. It's one of the most frugal five wicket bags ever. I mentioned before that he did it inside 25 deliveries to get to that mark. Only a handful of players have, have done it quicker, including Ernie Toshak, who took five for two back in 1947, which was India's previous lowest total right. against Australia, 58. So, I mean, number after number, fact after fact. I mean, what it boils down to is that there's going to be a massive blow uh, to this series from a, from a competitive perspective because this has happened. It's been full on. They lose Coley. They might lose Shammy, who retired hurt after copping a blow from a short ball at the end, which denied Australia the chance to take their 10th wicket. I mean, I don't want this to happen. I want this to be a competitive series, but you can see the, the wheels falling off pretty quickly Well, here. you can see a huge amount of blowback coming from India already. Like, people are furious, and, and they tend to get furious when the team doesn't do well. But when you've got a fully professional team with all the ability and training and support it has versus some of the early... Indian teams who were cobbled together out of nothing but goodwill and the dedication of the players to go on these long tours for mm. no money, to pay for it themselves, to cobble it together, and to think that none of those teams ever made a score this low. You know, no, no, none of those Indian teams were ever bowled out like this. And and the stat that you mentioned, one I've been fascinated with, the closed innings with everyone in single figures. That was one of those absolutely dodgy South African teams where everybody was just whoever happened to be hanging around at the airport when they, <laughs> you know, they probably didn't. Wasn't even an airport. They were probably putting them on the boat. You know, whoever loaded the bags here in the South African team, they got bowled out for 30 and had everyone in single figures. And that's the only other time. It is extraordinary that this could happen to a professional team, let alone this professional team. Yeah, it's the, the richest team in the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's the modern era thing, isn't it? There hasn't been a score this low in Test cricket since 1955, where New Zealand were all out for 26. Like, yeah, sure, we, we have seen Australia pulled out sort of famously for, you know, 60 at Nottingham and 47 at Cape Town and 80-odd yeah. at Hobart and 67. I mean, it happens occasionally, but today felt different, partly, as I said before, because of how quickly it all it all fell apart, and now they're in this parlour situation as, as we move to Melbourne. Just just a word for Joe Burns to elaborate on his performance as we sign off. I mean, Matthew Wade fell for 33 and did all of the hard work and just as Burns pulled level with him on 33 after really battling early on, and by battling I mean battling to score, not so much battling to defend, Wade gets a freakish dismissal with Ritam and Saha somehow running him out. No fault of the left-handers at all, but Burns went up the gears and Gallops to a half century, brought up the win with a six and what that will do for his confidence. I mean, he was in last chance cafe. He gets out second ball here or something like that. Then it's almost the easiest decision that Australia could possibly make with David Warner flying by private jet to oh. Melbourne this afternoon, I should say, to get out of the, the COVID riddled uh, state that he's from. But Warner's going to be there on Boxing Day. And now he, uh, Joe Burns has made sure that what the selectors do will be a very tough decision, however they go with it. Can I also mention Tim Payne, who took, what, seven catches? Yes. Um, Man yeah. of the match, first time in his, t in his international career. Is that right? And, and the crucial innings in the first, the first inning, 73 not out, that held them together and meant they weren't 120-odd behind. You know, it meant they were 50 behind and they were still in touch. And if he hadn't done that, I don't think Australia could have done what they did here with the ball. Yeah, that, that's right. I think that it's quite a statement that Payne was made player of the match, which I fully endorse and agree with. When Hazelwood's taken five for eight 
And Cummins has taken yeah. four for 21 with one of the best spells you will ever see. Uh, and they go for the guy who kind of kept things together. All out for 191. Top scoring there with that unbeaten 73. Seven dismissals, as you say, really tidy behind the stumps. And he actually put one down late last night as well, it should be said. But on the whole, did his job. Led the side well, of course, in the field. Called the change as well when they were bowling. I'm really pleased to see Payne recognised with that gong. Well, even the fact that he, he called the bowling change. Mitchell Stark only bowled three overs on yes. the top. And then he put Hazelwood on, who took a wicket first ball, and another in the over. So that, that was the masterstroke. Five catches in the innings for Payne as well. My player of the day, though, is Patrick Cummins, because I thought his bowling in the first innings was tremendous. He was just at the batsman the entire time, and he's bowling again today, four for 21. Got things going, knocked over the night watchman early to make sure that wasn't going to be an issue, and then got... Chiteshwa Pajara out with just an outstanding delivery. He got Prithvi Shaw out last night as well to give Australia some oomph going into today and then knocked over Coley as well. So that's that's the match for me. Pajara and Coley and those wickets. Um, Pat Cummins. Yeah, no complaints here. I mean, you might look at it on paper. And Hazelwood was perfect, by the way. Absolutely 10 out of 10, but purely down to the fact that it was Cummins that came first and set up those preconditions. The dismissal of Pajara, the dismissal of Coley, the fact that he you know, got the night watch out to begin with. It doesn't sound like that that, that important the moment in the morning, but the very fact that it needed to be done, you know, got a job to do. We said give it to a Tasmanian. Well, in this Australian team, what it really is, is got a job to do, give it to Patrick Cummins. Pat Cummins is a Tasmanian at heart, even if he doesn't (laughs) know it yet. Uh, Time for our little breather, and then we're going to have the Hall of Fame. Word about our sponsors, C-Bus Superannuation. Uh, We're doing this through the lens of what happened when you played cricket, Adam, because you played a lot more than I did. When you went out to bat, what was your level of protective equipment? As I got deeper into my career, uh, I kind of went both ways. I'd occasionally bat in a hat, which was ridiculous, and sometimes I'd walk out in a chest guard and an arm guard when playing up the higher grades, and I would get bullied and teased mercilessly, and fair enough too. (laughs) So so I pretty much entirely play pub cricket, where you're not supposed to bowl bouncers, that's a dangerous ball, but that also means perversely that no one wears helmets, because they're like, oh well, you can't bowl a short ball, but you're also like, yeah, but none of you can play, like none of you can hit the ball. As we've been talking about a little bit on the final word recently, actually, in an ideal world, you use your bat to defend yourself or you get out of the way, but it's not always that straightforward. Yes, it's also about uh, knowing what might go wrong when the best laid plans do go astray and having the appropriate protection. <laughs> Is this the bit when you link to the fact that CBUS offers flexible and affordable insurance options to people working in the building, construction and allied industries? It's almost like you've got the same script that I do. It is that bit, and you have to make sure you have the right cover. And to do that, you can log into your CBUS account and review your options. This is the thing you can do if you have that cover. Uh, disclaimers, are that this information is general in nature to consider if CBUS is right for you and to find out more about those insurance products you go to cbussuper.com.au you get a PDS that has the information for you and I don't know if I'm supposed to read this bit out but if you're interested CBUS's trustee is United Super Proprietary Limited ABN 46006261623 CBUS's ABN however is C75493363 262 and their AFSL which I assume is something you ask someone on the internet AFSL <laughs> is 233792 so I hope if you've written down those numbers in case you need them visit cbussuper.com.au forward slash the final word sort out your super back sort, to the show sort it out sort it out mate Final word, India Daily. Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon, Australia, 1-0 up in the series. What a remarkable turn of events 
today at Adelaide Oval. We have a Seabus Hall of Fame member to induct Jeff, and it is a target-rich environment after yeah. <laughs> a day like today. I want to lay a marker for the, the fantails milk that I had this okay. morning. That's certainly Strong. a contender. I deleted that before I'd even left the house at 11 mm. o'clock today. And also the scooter. I followed your route on the okay. way in today and got one of those electric scooters, and I, I won't be walking ever again in Adelaide. So, no. But uh, as for on-field stuff, there's plenty... Well, there's plenty to choose from. Well, I, I think one thing that I liked was watching Cummins set up Boomer, where he uh, gave him a short ball that, 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 that he had Boomer coming forward on the front foot for a couple of deliveries defending. So he gave him a nasty short ball that Boomer got out of the way of and then immediately pitched it up again and you saw Boomer not get forward to the next ball and, and skew it back for a court and bold. I also liked that. Uh, so Boomer, the night watchman, scores two runs through point. And the next runs were scored by Coley through the gully, between which time four wickets had fallen yes. um, and five different batsmen had faced without <laughs> scoring. So it was, an, it was an extraordinary little sequence there. Uh, I feel like it would be inappropriate to give it to an Indian player, but that run out that I mentioned from Ritam and Saha was ridiculous. It Pretty was. sure it deflected off his leg at short leg, waited, galloped down the track and met the ball at the pitch. I mean, it was really good batting. Uh, and somehow, Saha had the presence of mind to dive down the leg side and do like an indoor cricket back flick, direct hit, Wade gone. So that's definitely a contender. Yeah, it was underarm and a backward scoop, like sort of tunnel balling the yes. footy out at the bottom of a pack and hit the stumps with it. So that's a strong contender. But I reckon it's when you're coming into the last over, Joe Burns is on 41 and they need eight to win. Uh, Smith gets a single, so they need seven to win and Burns needs nine. And then he gets a bound and you're thinking like, oh, what, is he going to try to get a single and keep the strike? Can he get the 50? But he goes, the hook shot over fine leg. They've got Hanuma Vahari down waiting under it but he has to go up for it and fumbles it over the rope and drops <laughs> it over for six and Burns gets a 50. I think that's a beautiful moment for me. Good enough for me. Jeff, what a day to recap with you. Indeed, what a test match to observe and to have been a witness to history really today. We'll yeah. remember this forever. So I'm glad can you they recover? Like this, I'm just looking forward to Melbourne. Can, they, uh, can India get it together after this? My fear is that historically when Australia thumps you in the first test at home, yeah. you don't recover. Okay. That's my fear. My hope however is that Richard Punt gets brought into the side that Shubman Gill Shubman Gill uh, shows something that, that Muhammad Shami's fit that's really important yeah, true. and I also um, we, we probably should have inducted David Warner for the private jet effort that is just brilliant on Davy's party he didn't want to drive to Canberra which is what Sean Abbott's done so he said sod it I'm going to take the family on a plane I've got the capacity to get one at short notice and um, yep. we'll see him at the MCG next week as a result as far as cricketers go Sean Abbott's a level of cricketer who drives to Canberra and David <laughs> Warner is a level of cricketer who gets a private jet this has been the Vinyl Word India Daily Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon will talk to you on Storytime which will be out tomorrow that was a lot of fun this week. So if you're not familiar with our historical deep dive through the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash the final word. Stick around for that. And we'll have a weekly show, which will be an interview. It won't be a discussion around Australia, India, but it'll be with you midweek. This has been the final word. Till then, good night. I had to go about